the incumbent state's attorney, Republican Dan Wright, joins us live this afternoon. And Mr. State's Attorney, thanks for your time. Great to have you here. Good evening, Jim. Thanks for the opportunity. Uh, welcome. And boy, we had a little bit of feedback there on the phone, but I think we're okay now. Let's let's hope for the best anyway. Uh, let me start by uh, asking you about the news conference your opponent held today related to a letter that you your office sent out to, to his campaign, apparently other campaigns as well, uh, warning against improper use of the county seal. Uh, did your office, in fact, send that letter and what prompted it? Well, Jim, uh, my understanding is that, uh, and I received the letter as a candidate, uh, and because I'm a candidate, um, I, I did not prepare the letter because I, I'm very careful not to, to mix uh, anything related to the political campaign with the work of the state's attorney's office because that, that is absolutely essential to, to do that and, in fact, required by law. So uh, the letter was drafted uh, by the chief of our civil division, and it arose from a situation where uh, a candidate – uh, another candidate, not me or my opponent, uh, but another candidate running for election, uh, reproduced the county logo on a campaign mailer. Uh, and that prompted some concern uh, from county administration about protection of the county's service mark, um, which is registered with the state of Illinois. Um, and that candidate received uh, a letter specific to, to that person about um, – unauthorized use of that logo, reproducing it uh, in, again, a campaign mailer. And then a general letter uh, was sent out by the chief of our civil division to all the candidates, including me. Um, I think as a re- my interpretation of, of the letter when I got it was that the intent was as a reminder to, to be careful about use of the county logo in the same way that this other candidate uh, had used it, uh, reproducing it on, on a mailer. And so uh, there, there is absolutely nothing wrong with uh, candidates, uh, appearing in a photograph uh, in a public space in front of a building that has to have the county—I mean, they have to have the county seal on it. For example, the county complex um, or the, the public health building. Um, and a number of candidates, including me, uh, have had that in their campaign uh, literature, uh, whether it be—and that's Republicans and Democrats. Uh, but the letter went out to everyone. But it was a separate letter that was sent to the person who. Uh, I think the county had received uh, a complaint about someone using the logo on a campaign mailer, um, and a letter was sent to that person just asking them not to use it in the future, uh, and that nothing further would would come of it if they if they complied. Um, so that's 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 the status. And I would just, you know, Jim, to be to be totally honest with you, um, I, I'm disappointed that that what I think is a misleading attack here is is being made in the closing days of the election. Um, I and, and my opponent up till now, I think, have, have been uh, very good about honesty and civility and not engaging in these kinds of, uh, of, of negative attacks. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I think that's why people generally uh, don't like this kind of, um, you know, lack of honesty and civility in politics across the country. And I know the people of Sangamon County are not going to be distracted by these kind of desperate attempts in the closing days of the election. Uh, and I can tell you that I'm not going to be distracted by it from uh, the important work of the office, which is, you know, standing up for victims and fighting to put violent criminals behind bars. Uh, yeah, I want to come back and talk in some general terms about the office and the campaign, et cetera. I want to make sure I clearly understand 
the law in this particular aspect. Uh, what what kind of an offense is it if somebody does, in fact, misuse the county seal, violates the county service mark on it by, say, you know, superimposing it over their mailer or on a TV ad or something? Is there a fine that could be attached with that? What what exactly have they done wrong? No, it's not. I think the intent of the, the memorandum that, that I received was uh, the protection of, of the county's intellectual property, which is a service mark that is you know, so like a trademark or a copyright, but it's a service mark under Illinois law. And it's a civil issue. So it's not that there would be, a, you know, any kind of a ordinance violation or, or a criminal fine or, or anything of that nature. It's simply um, to protect the county's service mark from unauthorized reproduction, whether in a political campaign or in any other context. Um, and and in in the law of intellectual property, with you know, with again trademarks, copyrights, service marks, etc., um, your mark or your 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 intellectual property, the county seal in this situation, uh, can be diluted or um, you know not protected in the future if you don't um, take measures uh, to try to avoid the unauthorized reproduction of of that of that um, image. And so I think that was the, the intent behind uh, the communication. So I, I interpreted it as um, uh, arising from this particular candidate who reproduced the logo and put it on a mailer, not having to do with me or other candidates who had been uh, uh, in photographs in front of, of public county buildings. Um, and so I, I don't think that was, that was the intent. Um, again, the letter was drafted by the chief of our civil division, and I received it as a candidate because, uh, you know, the the complete separation of my campaign from my role in the office is, is absolutely critical. So so someday when I run for office and if I want to do a commercial standing right next to the Sangamon County complex sign that has the seal emblazoned right there on it and it's visible in the frame the whole time, but I'm just standing there next to the sign, that's okay? That's not a violation? Because that seems like a distinction without a difference. Hmm. Well, it's a, it's a public building and a public space. You're not uh, reproducing the logo and putting it on on a mailer. I, I think that that's a distinction with a, with a big difference. Yeah, the uh, uh, the Drake campaign says that you had an ad where again you were you were walking in front of the county building, the county sign and the county seal are there, but that now that ad has been altered, so the image of the seal has been blurred. Is that in fact the case? That that is that is the case, and and the reason that I did that was not because there's anything wrong with having that uh, depicted in, in an ad, but to avoid any concern or any, any question about uh, this, you know, what I think is, a, is, is an insignificant issue to, to, to this race, uh, to make sure that out of an abundance of caution <clears throat> that, um, you know, the concern is addressed and we can move on to the, to the real issues that people care about, which is having a state's attorney with recent and active trial experience to be able to go into court and fight for them. Um, and stand with law enforcement to, um, to uphold the law in our community. So, Dan Wright, let's talk about that uh, in your role as Sangamon County State's Attorney. Just remind everybody a little bit about your background, how long you've been State's Attorney, uh, what you were doing prior to that, uh, and why uh, voters should give you a, a full four-year term in the office. Thanks, Jim. Uh, so I was in private practice uh, at a local law firm uh, before, actually, um, the same law firm that, that my opponent was at, Brown Hay and Stevens, both of us uh, were partners there at different times. Um, he had, had moved on when I uh, joined the office, uh, and I had primarily a, a civil practice in the areas of 
uh, local government law, uh, civil litigation, business law, uh, and employment law, and and a little bit of criminal defense by appointment on you know in post conviction matters where judges appoint uh, attorneys to to represent uh, folks that cannot afford an attorney. Uh, and then I wanted to follow my dream of public service. I'd always wanted to be a prosecutor and, and serve the people. And uh, I had a, 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 a friendship with John Milheiser, and I talked to him and said, this is what I want to do. I don't want to be 70 years old and look back and think, you know, I could have uh, followed my dream to serve the public, but I chose the safety and security of private practice instead. And he gave me the opportunity to... I say an opportunity. I'm not sure my wife would call it that because it was a substantial pay cut to leave a private practice and a partnership and a successful law practice and come to uh, to be a public servant. Uh, but I did that as a just a regular felony assistant state's attorney. Um, you know, not a not a big title, not you know going to the head of the class has been said or going right into a supervisory position. Um, I just came over, you know, with without any guarantee of success and jumped in the deep end and started trying serious violent felony cases uh, in front of juries in Sangamon County successfully against some of the, the most talented defense attorneys uh, in, in central Illinois. And then after having done that successfully, uh, John hired me as his first assistant state's attorney, uh, again, continuing to try violent felonies, uh, including first-degree murder cases successfully, uh, leading to the lengthy prison sentences of a number of the most violent uh, criminals in our community. Uh, and after having done that, uh, for uh, for about a year, um, and assisting John with the uh, administration of the office, in addition to trying cases, um, John was, uh, as you know, uh, nominated to be the United States Attorney for the Central District of Illinois. And uh, given the timing of that, by by Illinois law, um, his successor, which the law says um, uh, has to be the same party of the person that was leaving the position, and that's not anything I chose. It's, it's what the law says. Um, so the uh, same county board, a bipartisan county board, there are Republicans and Democrats on, on that board, uh, approved my nomination to succeed John Milheiser as state attorney. And I mentioned that as bipartisan, not, not for any political reason, but just because I'm proud of the diverse support that I had in coming into the state attorney's office. A Republican made the nomination motion, a Democrat seconded it, and it was uh, approved by a unanimous uh, county board. And I've taken that that approach uh, into the office. And what I mean by that is that uh, long before I had an opponent, you know, long before there was going to be any contested election, um, and immediately when I took office, I reached out to a diverse group of stakeholders uh, across our community. And I'm talking about uh, groups like the, the NAACP, the Frontiers Club, the Urban League, um, and the Faith Coalition for the Common Good. Uh, and said, <clears throat> I want to talk to you about the issues that matter to you. I want you to have a state's attorney that you know is going to be transparent and accessible and approachable uh, and that you can always feel free to call. Uh, and those relationships have really borne fruit uh, moving forward into the future. For example, um, we don't have a lot of turnover at the state's attorney's office in, as far as our staff. We have attorneys that, that come and go with more turnover than staff because you have you know young attorneys who come out of law school and want to get trial experience. Uh, and they come to the state's attorney's office because that's a great way to get in the trenches and, and get some trial experience. Uh, and then they, they move on to private practice or another governmental job where you can make more money. Unfortunately, the county can't pay the kinds of um, salaries that some, uh, you know, at, at the state level or in private practice can pay. So sometimes those, those attorneys move on. And I don't begrudge them for that at all. Um, and I'm happy to be a part of their 
their training and their, their early career to get that kind of experience to, to move on and make more money. But the staff, historically, uh, you know, those, those positions don't come open very often. There are a number of people that have been uh, part of our, our amazing staff at the state attorney's office for, for 20 or 30 years. So about, uh, I would say, six months to a year ago, we had uh, the transition of some of those long-serving staff members into retirement. And so we had a number of positions open in the office. And um, I identified the need for increased diversity in our office. At that time, uh, we did not have any um, African-American uh, individuals uh, or, or other non-white ethnicities in, in our office. And having the ability to reach out to those stakeholders in the community, like the NAACP, like the Urban League, uh, and the Frontiers Club to try to find uh, candidates to apply for those positions to proactively uh, increase diversity in the office. And when I say proactively, Jim, I wasn't pushed to do it. No one called me and said, hey, you, you have no diversity in your office. You need to increase it. I identified that as an important issue and uh, sought those community stakeholders out to, to get their buy-in and get their input and their recommendations. And we had great success in doing that. So how um, many attorneys of color do you have in the office now? Well, there, we do not have any African-American attorneys in the office. We have had in the past, but, but they have moved on to, to other positions. Uh, there are two, and I, 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 I'm not incredibly comfortable with the terms that, that people throw out about, you know, characterizing people and labeling them. But, you know, the census uses white and non-white and breaks it down into different ethnicities. Uh, we have a couple of attorneys in the office who um, I believe are of Asian-American descent, um, and we are always looking for uh, attorneys to increase our diversity. Um, and, and that comes by doing things like uh, coordinating proactively with law schools to try to encourage uh, diverse candidates to apply. And we have, we have uh, open positions at the state attorney's office right now. So I, I would just use this forum as an opportunity to say if there are, if there are any uh, you know, diverse candidates out there that have an interest in being a prosecutor at the Sangamon County State's Attorney's Office, please contact me uh, as soon as possible. I would love to have the opportunity to consider them uh, as applicants. And I will continue to work with community stakeholders to try to seek those candidates out to, to, to increase our diversity e even more. But if you count the attorneys and staff, we have about 50, give or take a couple uh, people in the office. Uh, and uh, just over 10% of those uh, I, I would characterize as, as non-white individuals. So I think we've increased the diversity in our office by over 10% in the last year. Uh, I'm not satisfied with that. That doesn't uh, completely reflect the composition of our community, but it is a major improvement. And I, I don't think I should be congratulated or patted on the back for that, but it is a proactive step, and it's part of a, a, a process that I intend to, to pursue with, uh, again, with community stakeholders and just trying to keep that number increasing but i'm, I'm almost yeah, out of time here and i want to make sure i get one more okay. question in state's attorney dan Wright here with us and, and before i let you go one one last question which is that and this is nothing on your qualifications your experience your skills anything but you are the latest in a long line of state's attorneys to get the job through appointment rather than running for the first time uh, in an election uh, so that you have the benefits of incumbency the first time you face the voters. Uh, and, and you're not the first one. It's gone on for a long time. Should that be of any concern to voters, that, that process and the way that plays out? Jim, I think one of the, one of the good things about Sangamon County is that uh, the voters are, are sophisticated enough to... Uh, to 
base their decisions on the, the, the people running for office rather than politics. And I, I think that's, that's an important part of this race because one thing that uh, my opponent and I agree on is that politics has no place in the state's attorney's office. There's not a Republican way to run the office. There's not a Democrat way to run the office. Um, the reality is that Illinois law says that if, uh, if a sitting state's attorney leaves the office, that someone has to be appointed to replace them. And that, that the, law, the way the law is written, and again, I, I didn't write it, is that uh, the replacement to be appointed should be of the same political party as the person that was in that, that office before. But having said that, um, there is absolutely no place for politics in the state's attorney's office. And uh, I, 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 I mean that when I say that, and I think that's demonstrated by the way that I've operated um, and uh, I'll continue to, to hold that as a high priority. And will you pledge to fill out your full four-year term if you are elected next week? Uh, Jim, I'm putting my right foot in front of, uh, of my left and focusing on what's right in front of me, which is, um, you know, which is operating the state's attorney's office, uh, getting through this election, and being given the opportunity to continue serving the citizens of Sangamon County. So I, I, I can't speculate about the future other than just doing my job now and doing my best to provide the highest level of service to, to every citizen of Sangamon County, no matter where you're from in Sangamon County. Sangamon County State's Attorney Dan Wright, appreciate your time this afternoon. Thanks so much. Oh, and before Thank I let you, you go, how do people find out more about your campaign? Uh, we, we are online at rightstatesattorney.com. That's rightstatesattorney.com. And on Facebook at Dan Wright, Sangamon County State's Attorney. State's Attorney Dan Wright, thanks again for your time.